So he, he called this wrestler, tells him that he's fired, and explains why and what the next steps are, with blah, 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 whatever. Meanwhile, this guy does not know what he's saying because he doesn't speak fluent English. Feed me more. Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm here with the third wheel Asian Joe, JD in Florida. Hope everyone's having a great week. Joe, how are you this week? I feel fantastic. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, fantastic. Like, a 10? Uh, uh, probably a 9, because okay. I, I had a nap. It's always Really? Yeah, I took a nap before I came here. Nothing wrong with having a nap. Yeah. JD, everything going all right down in Florida? Everything is going good now that you guys turn the volume down. <laughs> yeah, you're being freaking loud. You always have your you're real asshole. You're always a little louder than us. It's uh, that's, that's saying what I like a lot. To refer I got to as my alpha voice. voice. That's my alpha. Your voice. alpha voice. Yeah, Joe's high pitched as fuck. Hi guys. I have to balance it out over here. You know. Can I get Can I get JD louder on my headphones? The technical difficulties. You could, you could raise it up on this little knob here. So let's see what. How do I how do I raise the knob? We keep having technical difficulties. Let's see. I don't know what number Be, you are. Between loose sockets and little knobs, okay. this show is That's just good. going downhill fast, guys. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, no, we're we're back. We're we're good. Okay, everything is worked out. Like I was telling Joe, I don't I don't touch this. I come in here, I'll do my notes in here, but I'm sitting in the third seat, and like I don't. There's nothing's played with, but then everything. Uh, we come in here. I get everything you know what? set up. You know what's going on? It's my job security. So whenever you keep yourself relevant, <laughs> yeah, right? every, before you leave the following week, when I leave the room, you, you tweak a few yeah, things. Yeah, I tweak something. It's like, all right, I got to make sure that Ryan. You're like a girl me. that like doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, leave something. Leave a little. Like I, lo- I left my sock here, or I left my shoe here, or I need. My, I left my left earring. Can I come back into your house and pick it up? You always got a reason to come back, Joe. <laughs> Very good. You See, your... that wouldn't work. That would, it wouldn't work with me. I'd be like. Oh, you left some? No, you didn't. <laughs> I checked. I checked everywhere. It's not here. It's actually Joe's double whammying me because he tweaks the the podcast room. And then last week, I actually left your camera and your bowling plaque because the plaque's oh. like broken. I put it on the table for you to take with you, but oh, I didn't tell you that. Oh yeah, you didn't. But tell I thought me. you would just see it before. And then it, like when you have to, you left. I no, because I had to I had to run to run run out last. Yeah, last sure, sure. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. You and JD have a nice, like, chatty Kathy between you. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm not involved in this conversation, so You're always see you guys involved later. in the conversation, right. Joe. Always. <laughs> always involved in the conversation. Is that a championship bowling plaque? Yes, it is. Ooh. First place. When did you win it? Um, it so winner? last year. Winner. What? <laughs> Said it was so last year. Yeah. The last season. Yes, You're last the defending. Season. Did you guys were you the champions? Yeah. Well, um, we lost. We didn't. We didn't do well in the summer because we lost a player, and so we were scrambling to find. Because that's remember when I asked you to the bowl on our team. You know things are bad when you ask me to join the yeah. bowling team. Well, here's the that's... thing though. Like what happens is like when the other bowler doesn't show up, we're already like disabled by ten. Ten pins. That'd be a hell of a thing. That I'm just the call-in guy for when somebody doesn't show up. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. I just need a little notice on that. And then, and then we'll just have your uh, walk-up music. <laughs> you come, come out to bowling. Very yeah, wrestling oriented. <laughs> yeah. I need the, the bowling thing. And... And like have have the other teams look at it. Look as like, what? <laughs> 
it's you have to have like a straight you have to walk in like snarling and stuff like they have to delay the game by like two or three minutes be like guys he's he's almost here just just two more minutes and then you come in like snarling and snorting and all this shit and then you just instantly put your bag down it's not even your turn you grab your ball and you throw a strike and the game hasn't even started you turn around and you just right up in their faces feed me more with the fucking fists going and then they're like Okay, that didn't count, and now you're like even more yeah, mad. Yeah, that's practice. And they're, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna shit their pants because the game hasn't started. Set a set and, the tone right and off then the, the bat and game's... throw my shoulder out. And of the it, yeah, and then the actual game started. He fucking throws a gutter. <laughs> if you yeah. saw how I bowl my technique, because I throw a nice curve. Yeah, you throw a nice curve. I've heard. It, I've heard. How did who judge you that? Because I saw I saw you score. Oh, you did see. I did, like, but I don't. I don't. I I have no pro training. No, because so, you use two fingers, right? You don't use a. I don't thumb. use. I I, yeah. I I actually do it the correct way. That is how you're supposed to do it, right? Well, do you put a thumb in the hole? Or yeah. No? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I keep. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, that's the do part you, you have to. That's how the rules. You yeah, have to. No, no, you can actually use two fingers. Oh, really? That's what I see a lot of people. Yeah, no, doing like that. actually the be- the best PBA bowler is uh, Jason Belmonte. Yeah. And he's, he's a two hundred bowler. Oh, two finger bowler. Yeah, he oh. used two fingers. I but just, uses... I just want to take a quick second here to remind all our listeners who may have been lost in this conversation. We are talking about bowling. The conversation has not gotten dirty. He's talking about a thumb in the hole. Okay. He's saying two yes. fingers and all this stuff. Like we're. This is bowling. I'm Get sorry. Your I'm sorry. If you Get were a past listener of other episodes of Phoenix, of you might be thinking. Yeah. No, 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 no. Get your minds out of the gutters. This is sports talk. Okay, guys. Keep going. It is sports talk. It's just, we are now a sports talk show. Yeah. We should just. just Sponsored by so Blue the, Chew. I don't watch any sports. And we, when uh, you have blue balls, blue, use Blue Chew. <laughs> the proper finger form is what? I always thought you had to have the thumb in. No. It's. Um, they they, Did they 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 loosen up on the rules. No, it's always you can always use you can use no no fingers if you want to. I've seen people do that. I've seen that, people really? with no fingers and stuff like that. Yeah, so very interesting. But they 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 actually altered the rules a little bit because um, they they said that you can drill up to five holes for each of uh, each of your fingers. But, oh really? Yeah. But if you but like um, inside the bowling ball has a core. Yeah. So in order to to make the ball ball balance, you can uh, they they usually drill another hole in it called uh, I think a weight hole yeah. or a weight a weight counterbalance. I'm not sure of the technical terms, but they use that to make sure that the ball doesn't get um, like wobbly one-sided and, or or one-sided yeah. and stuff like that. But now they changed the alter the rules saying that if you bowl with let's say four fingers you have to use all four fingers okay you can't change it up yeah so but for me i actually have four finger like i use um let's see one two three we i all use do. four finger i use four fingers one thumb hole and, and three fingers that's because i have a torn really? tenant i actually have a torn tenant on my finger so it's uh i, I heard it during softball in, in oh seven What's that? Yeah, back in 07. 07. I thought it was a bowling injury. No, it's a, it's Do you a use your, fir- your first three fingers or your last three fingers? My last three fingers. Last three. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, the, my pinky actually supports my, uh, my middle finger because I, I, lose, I lose feeling. Yeah. I actually lose finger, uh, feeling on my middle finger. What are you doing to yourself, Joe? The bowling <laughs> is sacrificing your health tremendously. <laughs> it has. No, I, you, you, like, that's, what are you going to do when you're older with those fingers? Gonna be. I, Dude, is I, his is your nickname when you go bowling, Joe? Is it Leo Hard Throw? No, no, I I don't throw. I my my bowling average. I throw about like thirteen, like twelve to thirteen miles per hour. My one of my 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 
our best bowler on our team, he throws about 17 miles per hour. Really? Yeah. He, he, Does that have any bearing? I mean, up to a certain point? I mean, the speed of the ball. It has to. It has oh, yeah. To this, I mean, but the thing is, though, you have is to. is it like a 14 mile per hour throw that is essentially is you can, good as I mean, a seven? You can, throw, you can throw a ball seven or six miles per hour. It's just. Depends on where you exactly hit. Exactly where depends. you hit it. Yeah, you know that they always call it the pocket. Yeah, you know the between the, that se- sweet the seven. Spot. Yeah, the sweet spot. The three, the, the one and three, or the if you're left-handed bowler, the uh, the one and two. Yeah. So that's usually the sweet spot where you can get high percentage strikes. But there's, you know, obviously when the guy throws it harder, you get a lot of pin action. Yeah. But bouncing around. You know, but you know, it, it with the technologies of bowling balls and all that stuff changes and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of high scores. Than, than you know back in the fifties. You think something. there's a lot of doping going on in bowling? Oh yeah, my 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 like I said, my my fastest bowler, he's always high before he goes. No, down. I meant like on performance enhancing drugs, not like. Well, I mean, if you considered weed performance enhancing, because he doesn't think about it. Ah, uh, that is. So because like things though, when people think about it too much, they. That would be. That's crazy. We we were talking. What's that? What's that other one for nerves that? Uh, it was in bigger, stronger, and faster. They talked about it. They said a lot of. Uh, musicians and and people who take no they take tests and stuff and it like it calms it 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 basically suppresses their anxiety not xanax Mm. i can't remember what it was not ritalin anything like that no it was uh strictly for like nerves for for nerves um is it like kind of like what like brett Favre was on when he had like nerve issues and stuff like that i don't know uh, uh the classification i believe is it's a beta blocker uh, let's see, I have never. Uh, I don't know if I'm familiar with that. Would Adivan was is that was that it? That Ativan? sounds like it. I mean, that's I've heard of that. Unless we just let me see here. Better beta blockers. Let's see. Beta blockers are medicine that's work by temporarily stopping or reducing pain's natural fight or flight responses. Let's see. That would calm you, kind of, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. Um. Functions. It doesn't give me a list of names. Uses. Yeah, Ativan. Ativan is uh is used. Well, it's one of the things you uh, to relieve anxiety. That's what they gave me when they put my port in because I had to be wide awake. I didn't get anesthesia. Yeah. So they gave me Ativan, and I remember I was like, you don't even know until you don't feel it, and then like you go in there, and all of a sudden like you're not nervous, and you're in your mind you're like. You should be nervous. They're about to cut my chest open. Yeah. But you're just like, you're calm and you're like, okay, this sucks, but I'm not panicking. That would actually be sweet for an MRI. I was going to say, MRIs don't bother. Well, I've gone in all the way. On the head. On the head, yeah. Yeah. When the, 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 when you go in for, I've gone in when you, those tight ones before, and I've been in enormous ones, but I, I actually go for an MRI Wednesday on my, my shoulder and lat for my last stem cell procedure this year. But um, I was going to tell you that uh, the Ativant would be a sweet combo with a uh, Blue Chew for maybe a good first date or a first time. Really go ahead and cool the nerves and a little double stack. I think, I think the person you're wrestling is going to need it afterwards too. They probably would too. Yeah, you go in there just cool, calm, and collected. And, you know, just saying. I don't know if you give them a hell of a match, they shouldn't really have much left after. But it's uh, I don't I know. S- what we're I sat body afterwards, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
man. The oh, beginning man. of the date starts off in the hot tub, and afterwards, you got to go in the cold tub. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I once had a uh, went out with a girl, and uh, we were over here hanging out. And she was, uh, this was years ago, right? This is after I shortly had got the cold tub and had the hot tub out there. And she was uh, an MMA girl. Okay. And uh, she thought she was pretty tough. And I'm sure, like, I'm, she wasn't like a, I don't think she was like a professional mm-hmm. fighter, but, you know. Amateur-ish. Probably, yeah, that that level. But, uh, and I'd said, uh, she thought the cold tub and that, she goes, oh, that stuff's easy. And I said, Oh, you think? And uh, went and got her a big shirt. And uh, I was like, how long do you think you could stay in this shirt? I could stay in here as long as I want. And I said, are you sure about that? And uh, I go, I bet you won't last a minute. And uh, sure enough, she got in. She was in there maybe 15 to 20 seconds <laughs> and jumped out and ran and got right in the hot tub. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. And then I got into. Did you make a bet? The what? Did you at least make a bet? Uh, no, but I came out, that was a, I don't know how to word that. Psychologically, I won. Does that make sense? That's not, that's not yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want to elaborate further. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are we talking about? The, uh. Sports. Yeah, the sports show. Rams undefeated, only team undefeated in the NFL. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs have an impressive showing. I believe they're six and one. Phoenix Murray is very happy about that. Oh yeah, I think I think I mean the way this is going, I think it's gonna that's gonna be the Super Bowl. The Rams, the and Rams the and the Chiefs. I have a feeling. I feel like the the Chiefs and the Patriots are gonna have a rematch in the playoffs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like, they, the, I was really. I don't watch a lot of football, but I was impressed with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That that quarterback for them is yeah, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, it's uh, he's he's pretty damn good yeah and uh, they just happen to have kind of they came back against the patriots too after being down like they were the oh week yeah before. so like that right there has a win in itself for a team like that when oh yeah for sure i mean it's just like um the fact that this is second i love year. we're talking about sports yeah so but just... i mean it's wrestling sports i mean it goes yeah. hand in hand yeah then well then, then we'll bring out the, the blue chew yeah that... we're kind of a combination yeah, hybrid it's, show it's a hybrid show so the uh so everyone the on the Instagram, Sophie was uh, ruptured a disc in her back for the third time. So it's now, uh, well, I woke up and uh, went to take it out of her cage like I always do in the morning. I always wake up, little guy's excited. Sophie's always asleep in the cage. She'll usually sit up. And then I go brush my teeth. I go open my door and uh, I take Sophie out of the cage usually. She likes to stretch mm-hmm. like by when, like, on the bed and she'll lie on the bed and let me play with her and pet her and this more that morning she didn't like do her little stretch and i go come on she was kind of like a little hesitant and i got her out and put her on the ground and i noticed she was shaking uncontrollably and uh that's the same thing that's happened on the two other ruptures so i was like shit and uh got her downstairs i'm thinking in my head maybe she just slept kind of weird even though it's and I was like, maybe she just has to go to the bathroom really, really, really bad. And she was holding it for whatever reason. She went outside. She went to the bathroom. And, uh, was she walking? Or was she yeah. Okay. She was still walking completely still walking? fine. Okay. But she gets, when, she, when that happens, she gets very shaky. Shaky, but she doesn't, wanna, she doesn't like to walk. She'll stand still. Like, she was just standing by the door. Okay. Like, she just freaks out and won't move because she's in pain. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I got her and took her down to the specialty center across town. And that place, they've been great with her. But the doctor that's treated her the last two times was out of the office till Sunday. They, the lady, I'm actually, it was extremely frustrating. They refused. They wouldn't do an MRI on her. They have, they're the only place in Nevada that has the pet MRI. That's crazy. And I'm, I already have Trupanion Pet Insurance, which Trupanion has been phenomenal in all this. And then they they told me, they go, well, she's walking. We don't, we can't do anything. She's walking. I go, she was walking last time and her disc was ruptured. I go, can we please do the MRI? I said, because paralysis, once it sets in, I said, I go, not only does she lose the chance of like possibly not being able to walk if that happens, I said, you make my job a lot more difficult with her too. As far as I go, it's already difficult. And I said, it just, I, I don't want this battle to be as tough as the first one. Second time was a lot easier. They kept her there for three fucking days um, before they did the MRI. The doctor finally called me and uh, said, yeah, paralysis has, has slightly set in and uh, we're going to do the MRI. And then they did the MRI. She goes, it's the worst rupture she's had yet. And it, she goes on a scale of one to 10, it's 11. And uh, that was, and they they got her ready and performed surgery. Everything went great. She's walking. Like, this is the best she's been since any of the procedures. But it makes it even harder because she has to stay in her crate. Right. I can't, like, I have to keep her on a leash at all times, even in the house. Because right. if somebody rings the door. He gets yeah. And, like. Like, before you got here, I took her out and put her on the couch with me, and just, she was lying. Yeah, that's just why I kind of, like, knocked instead of rang the doorbell. I don't know if that... But it's, it's, uh... So what, so I'm trying to remember, I I don't know if you talked about it, so what actually did the surgeon do? Did they They, sew something back together again, or fuse something? No, they don't fuse, so they literally take the disc, and all the material, like, all the material was drained out of the disc, ruptured, and they take the material and put it back in the disc. Okay. So I don't know if they how they keep it in there. Okay, I will ask that next time I when I yeah, talk to the doctor. You know, I was wondering like because I, I they... all I know is it's the two discs they fixed have been fine. So so it's, it's kind of gradually going down. It's going in different places. This one was between the two other ones. Okay, first one was the middle of the back. Second one was the end of her back. This one was kind of in the middle. I mean, in the, between those two. Right, but they said it's that all in her thoracic those spine. those those discs has potential. Of her, yeah, of, because of all, all her disc and her thoracic spine, which I think there's, I don't know if there's like 9, 10, or 11 of them. Yeah. All of them are dehydrated and the uh, disc disease. The, the breed, right? Yeah, no. Is it a breed well, or no? Well, it's more she has, she has disc, disc disease. Oh, it's a, it's a disease. Yeah, it's a disease. I thought it was, I thought it was based on a well, breed, too. That breed is, that is. Oh. Also, they're all more prone to causing disc injuries. Okay. But it's not, it's because she has the disc disease, so her discs are dehydrated, they're not nourished. So now they're like, it, it literally ruptured either. And like JD had mentioned, like if she sneezed or something in the middle of the night, I don't, because it's really hard to imagine just her lying there and then like a disc rupturing. Mm-hmm. But clearly from... It's possible. Yeah. So... It's crazy. I don't know what... They're looking into stem cells. They said they don't do it in the dog's backs yet, but they're they like... Should. they're That's what if I told her. Do, I, go, I've had, I go, it saved my career and my life, like yeah. quality of life. I said, there's no doubt they do it in the shoulders and knees of dogs. She said she's looking into it. She goes, from what I've seen, the re-, she told me today, she called me back. She goes, the research doesn't seem to say anything or it doesn't seem to say that it would help with the disease in their disc. So I called another vet in animal. Does a, there's another vet here in town that deals with it. So they're looking into it for me and they're going to give me a call back. That, so 
We'll see, but Sophie's doing good. She's home, got her home today, and uh, just got to keep uh, plugging away. It, it's been it's been tough. It's a lot of uh, and it's tough to watch a sweet little dog like that go through this. And I don't know, like I told JD, it's like I don't want to ever. I don't even want to think about having to put her down with the qual. But her quality of life, like she's not. She's happy when she's getting better, but like she wants to play, she can't she play. Can't, yeah, it's and she she's very sad, and like I could see it. So I don't know. And my mom, they sell like those little. I have the dog Ivy, the Frenchie, on my Instagram page. Uh-huh. She had paralysis in her back legs, and th- those people, the lady's such a sweet lady. She got a hold of me after Sophie had her first back injury. But their dog's on the little wheeler, and they could run around and play. Yeah, and my mom was even like suggesting. Maybe just getting a wheeler, and that way I could that will eliminate her jumping or anything when she's out. Mm. So like when I take her out of the crate, letting her just be in the wheeler because that would prevent her from. But the thing is, she's in pain. But is not she... right. But like my thing is the disc. It it's the she just ruptured a disc in her sleep. So her being in a wheeler and running around with her front legs, right? It's even like she can't do that. It's not going to, you know what I mean? So it's not going to, because her front legs are still, her disc are just, they're bad. So I don't know what the solution is. If it if it ruptured in her sleep, which it did, regardless where she slept funny or she sneezed or something in her yeah. sleep, it show, it's basically, it can happen yeah. any anytime, any, anytime anywhere. Yep. So there's there's nothing you can, you can do, do about it. Yeah. And that's a to, really hard to, thing. To, to prevent it. So, yeah. I mean, it, you know, may, maybe the stem cells will help strengthen her bones in general, but I mean, disease, I mean, you're talking about something that's in the blood, so it's hard. To, I mean, I can see how the research might say, yeah, it, it might not help specifically the disease, but it may help. The stem cells may help once the ruptures happen. Maybe they won't be as bad. Maybe it'll, it'll be longer in between. I mean, at some point here, they're all going to have gone, but they're all going to be fixed. Yeah. And I mean, it that's... seems like once they're fixed, at least that disc is in the clear, right? Is that the impression they've given you, or I got I got to get more information on that. Because dogs will they have they've had dogs re-rupture the same disc, like and um, from what I I don't know. I, and I, I, I the doctor we've talked about this, but she's mentioned like they could like the disc could re-rupture, especially in the healing process, because it's about twelve weeks for a full recovery. On that, and she was just outside of she just was twelve weeks, but like she wasn't playing or doing anything, and I thought the same thing. I was like, well, but the problem is, there's like I don't know if it's between nine, ten, eleven discs in that part of her spine mm-hmm. that are really susceptible to this. So that's a lot of fucking surgeries, and that's yeah. a lot of and, and the way this is going, it's literally like every twelve, thirteen, fourteen weeks, a new one is rupturing, mm-hmm. and it's. Did you ask the vet about the? Uh... The TB five hundred. No, I didn't get to speak. They didn't. The doctor. I didn't get to. They well, were so the busy today. Wasn't there, right? The the doctor was there today. Oh, doctor, but yeah. when I went to, they just had like a one of the caretakers come in with the instructions on everything, and they were just like, "You've been through this twice now. They do you have any questions?" And uh, and she goes, "I'm." She was like, "I'm very sorry." And and I I said, "No." And I go, "Just the medication. Just make sure I understand." And we went over that and uh, the rehab exercises. I got all that and. She's walking great, so a lot of the rehab stuff is her standing and walking. And then I got to do a couple little things with like little toe pinches with her and stuff. But 
It's you tough. Know, it's tough because, like, you know, they can't verbally say what's wrong with them or yeah. they're in pain, but you can totally tell. You know, an asshole would say, oh, just get a new dog and get rid of this one, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, it's, and no, so, that's what but I, it's... it's you know, when when you get a dog, you know, especially at a young age, yep. you, you know, you see them grow. I think Joe, Joe Rogan talks about his dogs all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you can, you know, when, when he told him that, I, mean, I think he had a bull mastiff and a, I think either a German Shepherd or a Pitbull or something like that, that, no, no, I think two large dogs or something like that. But, like, when he sees them, because bull mastiffs only lived, like, eight years old. Yeah. And they lived up to, like, and then I think his dog lived to 13 years, oh, but man. already old. Yeah. And you can totally tell that like the dog can't move, can't eat, and then you realize like I have to put this dog yeah, down, yep. and you know because they're in so much pain. Yeah, you know it's it's lucky that Sophie's young. Yeah, that's what the other she's that's, very young. That's she's very young, but you know because I guarantee you, like had Sophie been with another person, yeah, and they can't afford those surgeries, yeah, no, I know she would have been. Well, that's what they said today. They go, they go. She's very lucky that you're able to uh, dedicate the time. Yeah. Cause she goes, we've never, they've never seen three ruptures in ten months. Yeah. And uh, I canceled some appearances early on, and mm-hmm. like, it's luckily, it's like a blessing now. Actually, the the Detroit stuff all with that guy. Yeah. Because I'm home now, whereas I would have been like, it's it's a lot of work though. But like, I gotta. I, she has to go out to go to the bathroom every every two to three hours. Right. So like when I leave the home, I got to come right back and like it's just, it's. I just want to make sure she's all right. I'm very fortunate. I'm in the position I'm in to be able to. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and you also but, you mentioned that you had you have pet, pet insurance that saved that How, saved uh, like what percentage does it does it cover? Ninety percent outside oh. of <laughs> once you I like I met the deductible, uh-huh. <clears throat> which I believe is like a fifteen hundred dollar deductible, mm-hmm. and then for her. And then it's probably saved. I would say between ten and twelve thousand already. Okay. Uh, between the because it's, I believe every procedure is close to five thousand. Okay. Right around, like, give or take a little. So it's uh, maybe yeah, it's right around that. It's yeah. been it's they've been really good. It's well worth having. It's. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but it's, it's this is uh, if you love your pet, get yeah. pet, pet insurance. You know, but she's still young, like you said, where I don't have to like. But I was thinking this. I go, she's gonna be three on Halloween. Like, what is it? It's not like this is the older she gets. Take it's it not like better. the. It, it, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping they find out something with the stem cells, and it could. Yeah. That's that was, my saving grace. If you know, if they haven't yet, I mean, you can say that. Hey, let's give it a shot. Yeah. You know, and have well, Sophie. Because I, I looked up I looked up online and I see they said that's for use for spinal stuff. The thing but, is, when you inject in disc though too, and like my doctor is, is warning me about, he goes the risk. He goes, they do everything by the books, but if you were to get an infection in your disc, right, you're dead. Yeah, like that is the and I, he because he goes, oh, you want another one, and he was just like, like it's it's not common. So there's a, there's a huge risk involved just from the fact that like. There's no room for air. Right. So if because if anything, if you're dis- and that's for humans. I would imagine dogs probably very similar in that aspect as far as getting a, a, an infection in your. So when you when you your got your first stem cell, did you like literally sign a waiver saying this may happen? 
Or I mean, there's the paperwork. I don't, but I mean, that they, they, he has to tell that up front. Okay. I don't think about it because I can't, I don't have any other options. Right, right, right. The other options get fused and sacrifice the rest of my, my career and my yeah. quality of life. I'm not well, there's that. a high risk with all back surgery. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's yeah. like 40 or 50% risk of uh, obtaining some other kind of damage because the nerves and everything are so sensitive yeah. around the back that just them going in there to fix the problem 50% of the time, they can actually cause damage that you don't know and you won't discover until you're all healed up. And then it's like, oh, yeah. hey, yeah, the instrument's uh did this or did that it's that's why a lot of people don't get back surgery yeah no it's scary it is uh it definitely is so hopefully thank you for everyone for the well wishes for sophie and uh we'll keep you updated on all that but i got a i got a got pulled over the other day yesterday coming home i took a little guy to go see sophie okay and i so i drove by spanish hills spanish spanish trails wait Spanish. Is it south? Is it near? On Tropicana. Tropicana, so Spring Sp Valley? Spring no, Valley Spanish, it's Spanish Hills. Yeah, right? it's... It's close, really yeah. nice homes yeah, yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, I... So I... I always am trying to be aware, like, not Driving a truck, right? Yeah, driving okay. my truck, not being on the phone, like, not being... You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're on Instagram when you're driving. <laughs> no, but, like, you know, as far as... You know what I'm saying. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. The, You're being safe. The... But I was on. I, I keep my phone. I hold my phone, or I have it on my lap. But I, my real estate agent, I sent her because I was driving. I didn't want to text, and so I was doing the iMessage where it's on Bluetooth. But I'm holding down the the talk button, sure. and but I'm driving and I'm holding it in my right hand, and I'm like I keep my hands on the wheel still, but I just keep my finger. Like you got to be careful with that iMessage. You got to keep your thumb on it. Right. So I'll, I'll occasionally just make sure, like my hand, my hands above the window, and I'll like just glance to make sure I'm my the button's still going because I've done it before where you're talking and then it's not recording. But anyways, a highway patrol's like right next to me, and like I don't blink, don't do anything. My eyes are on the road, and I glance over and I just see he's looking at me, and my phone's in my hand, and I'm like, but I'm still talking. I keep talking to the, I finish the message. He gets behind me, and I'm like, he's no doubt he's pulling me over. Right. And uh, younger guy pulls me over, and uh, I got little guy in the back. Comes over, and uh, he goes, I just want you know, I, I pulled you over because uh, you were playing on your phone. And I, and I go, sir, no offense. I go, I wasn't playing on my phone. I go, I was on Bluetooth, and I was on a call leaving an iMessage deal. And uh, I go, my eyes were on the road, but I go, I did have my phone in my hand. And... Uh, and then he gave, like, you're not supposed to technically can't be touching your phone at all. Right. Like, it, any of that. And I was well aware of it, and I knew. So, I, but he comes back, and he goes, what were you doing? Where were you going? I go, I have my dog in the back. He was sad. I took him to go. My dog broke her back. You know, I was just driving him to see her. Yeah. And I uh, let him know that she was okay. And I thought I was going to get off, and no. No. Yeah. He, but he comes over, this younger guy, and uh, is a huge dip in his mouth. Like the dip is like almost running down a little it's bit. So disgusting. Because he doesn't have anything to spit in, and I'm just thinking like, Jesus Christ, man! Like take the, like take the dip out before you come oh talk my God. to him. I know, especially the, the the stink of the tobacco. But like you could just tell like there was just a little because I dipped before and it's disgusting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've been away, but like you, do you, you spit in, the, in like a bottle? Yeah, or? yeah. When you when you no, I don't not anymore. But like, but dude, that's just, just my actually it's a my horrible habit. It's, it's a disgusting. Horrible. It's a lot of wrestlers do it, but it's um. Like I can, you could see when he was like talking, it was like coming out of his lower bottom lip. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
I was just like, fuck. How much time was the ticket? Uh, I think it's going to be uh, 100. He said, he goes, he can't say for sure. He goes, but he goes, the first offense, he says, it's like 130 something. I go, do they distinguish? I go, like, between texting or being on a phone call? Because I said, I go, I was on, I go, you're allowed to be on your phone in the car as far as talking. Sure. But you're not allowed to, like, have anything yeah but here's the thing though what if that's the thing but though, he said like, he goes you could just touch your screen and i go that's the same i mean yeah i get same it though. Shit. But it is but you i'm all i'm you, all for them because i see people on their phones do you all have the time. a phone holder in your car i do too yeah but i so that would it would have been no matter what i would have been touching the phone because of the iMessage. the only way i would have been fine my mistake was leaving the thing for leaving the iMessage is i had my hand above the window because it was on the wheel. Had I just had my hand on my lap and driving with one hand, yeah. I like to keep both hands on the wheel, no matter what, typically. But it ended up, it was one of those deals. I'm holding my phone, so there's no argument. Like, my phone's in my hand. He's going to give me a ticket. Yeah. I know, I know that. So he, did, he didn't actually say how much it's going to be? It's about. It's going to be about 135 I think. That's for that. He said so I wonder if this ticket. I wonder if this ticket works like other tickets where to challenge it. Like he has to be there. Yeah, he has to be there. I think. If he's not there, then it gets thrown out. Right. That is well. He did say he goes. If you would like to appeal, the thing is, and I and I said to him, I go because I and I, we had like a very like nice conversation about it. And I just said, I said, if I was texting her on like social media, and I go, I go, I, I would have, you know, I get it. And I go, I go, my phone's in my hand. I said, but based on the, I go, I like I wasn't playing on my phone. I, I said we both know that my eyes were on the road the entire time, and I. The uh, but I'm guilty based off the rules that are yeah, in place. Rules, yeah, so can. I like I'm not gonna. I accept it like on that, but it's I it's scary because you got it. But the thing is, anything in your car could be distracting, taking yeah. your eyes off the road, if, or even eating. But eating phones is... are extremely. I get it because you, you look down for a second. Anything you, but it, that could happen with anything. In all fairness, but. I would rather they enforce that than not enforce it. I feel like, yeah, just because I see, I've seen I see, people. Well, the thing is, I've seen cops do it on the yeah. phone too. It's well, like, I told them yep. that too. What? Oh yeah, I yeah. said, in all fairness, sir, I go, we all we all touch our phones in, in the car at some point. I go, it, and I said, but I go, I get it, and uh, but he, you know, I've I've disputed tickets over the phone. Yeah, if I should. Tell, if you tell them that you're not going to be in town, yeah. When when the date is like here's I I got a a ticket in New York one time, I was going five over and the dude gave me a ticket for almost two hundred bucks. Yeah, five over, and I called. I yeah, it was it was if you if you went one mile to nineteen miles over, it was a hundred and eighty five dollars. Yeah, and then if it was like twenty miles to thirty miles, it was two hundred and fifty dollars. And I was like, really, five miles? I said, so you're telling me I could have had, I could have been going another 15 miles an hour? And he's like, don't, don't give me attitude. But anyways, I called a couple days later, and I said, listen, I can't make the court date. I'm, I'm out, of, out of state, Yeah. and I'd like to appeal it. And they said, well, what would you like to appeal? And I said, well, I've, I have other friends who are cops, and they said that you're not supposed to get a ticket for five miles because there could be a speedometer discrepancy. Yeah, of, like from the wheels. It should, it, the yeah, it should be, the wheels. Yeah, yeah, it should be over five miles yeah. minimum, right? So they put me on hold, and they said, "So, you know, are you saying that you were going five miles?" They said, "Well, my speedometer said, but I mean, I don't know. I could be off." I said, "I haven't had it checked in a long time." So they put me on hold again, 
And they said, listen, if you just pay the administration fee to, to process the paperwork, which is $35, you know, that'll be that. And I was like, all right. And I've done that not once, but twice. Oh, wow. Where I just said, you know, I'm out of town on business. The date that you've assigned me, can I appeal this over the phone? The so, thing I mean, is, though, but, but there's the... I have no argument, even though I'm, I was... I wasn't texting or playing on the phone. I was holding the phone. So it's based off of the rules in place. I feel like I don't have a, an argument on that because he saw the phone right. in my hand. So they're going to say, like, well, I can't say no. I wasn't holding the phone. So it's just. It, it's what did just, he write? Did, did he write a description on the ticket? It, well, it's just a citation. It's just like for that. He, no, he didn't. And I, that's what I asked him. I go, I go, don't you think, like, is that, are there levels to this? I said, because I go, it's essentially almost if like your phone rang and you just answer or just hit it like, mm-hmm. but there's. Well, what if you were dialing a number to connect your Bluetooth? Well, that's the other, and there's, he, he, and he said, because we talked about it in different things. He goes, you got to use your, you got to use the touch screen on your truck. He goes, you're not allowed to touch your phone. Yeah, you get a car player. And I, I thought for sure he was going to be like, I don't know, I thought like he would realize oh you weren't playing on your phone you were just talking right and like because it is what it is no i mean he's but. a young cop he tries to plus he's getting close to the end of the month yeah you know he's got to fill his quota it's, it's just even though they say it's not a quota but it's a quota yeah so that's what i because it was uh like i wasn't looking down or anything you didn't, you didn't say like do you know who i am <laughs> like, even, no, he, well, he did come back because oh, my did. registration is under Ryan. Yeah. And everything else is Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Who's Ryan? I go, You're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then I go, I changed my name, long story. And uh I don't think I don't he, he was, I don't think he has a young kid. I think he was more concerned too, because I kept the conversation going for quite a while. Yeah. And he the dip that's what I was saying, like the dip is running out of his mouth. <laughs> I appreciated it. Yeah. It was, uh, it, but anyways, I think we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break. We actually got uh, Ryan Nemeth, best known for Dolph Ziggler's little brother, joining us later <laughs> I'm on sure in the show. Tonight. that. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings you performance in the bedroom to another level. Check this out. They've got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so they work. Since they're chewable, they'll work even faster than a pill. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And this stuff is cheaper than those other two, so this is a no-brainer. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line because Blue Chew ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code RYBACK. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code RYBACK. All right, we are back. We decided, you know what? Today's guest on Conversation with the Big Guy, I've known him for for a long time, and I wanted to make sure we had ample time to uh, discuss everything that we're going to discuss with him, and it's going to be all over the place, I have no doubts. I'm actually here for the interview, too. Asian Joe is staying for the first time for an interview. We got JD here. We have a lot of people. I have none other. He's best known. He does a lot of things. He's a man of many talents, professional wrestler, dog painter, trainer of the stars, (laughs) comedian, playwriter, 
best known, best Foster? known, best known worldwide as being none other than Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's little brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Uh, no, sorry, I pre- Dolph couldn't be here, but uh, <laughs> if you want to, I can text him and get questions. I can ask him things through me if you want. It was he was our first choice, uh, yeah, sure. but yeah. again, I will settle for Dolph Ziggler's little brother. The with WWE, they've we've reached out to several of uh, the, my friends, and uh, we are we are waiting <laughs> approval from the office. They they now have strict podcast guidelines. Where they uh, they can't just go out and just go doing any show, go out and saying anything. Even though we uh, this is a very positive, friendly, upbeat podcast, and uh, you know, well, you, you remember they're they're independent contractors. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> that was JD. But uh, other than that, that brings me to my first question for you, Ryan. I'm just gonna get right into it here with you. Growing hey, up, did Dolph Ziggler steal any of your girlfriends? You just... I, you know, if he did, I, I don't know about it. Did you just put a thumbs up on the screen? Yeah, I tried to. Did it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we right. all just looked at each other. <laughs> Was that like? Gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh, be nothing but laughter. In this head. is just I, us laughing. I have these all these options at the bottom. I just want to keep pressing them. <laughs> Can you get your face a little closer to your computer screen for us? A <laughs> little trouble hearing you. No, I'm not. No, no, we'll you're fine. <laughs> so, Ryan, I wanted to – we have so much to talk about. There's so much. The, I, the first thing I want to do is – because I have a shady memory at times from stuff in Florida Championship Wrestling. Do you remember our first interaction? Because I just knew I was always good friends with Dolph. And you were on crutches. Okay. You were on crutches. You had a very large T-shirt on. It, it may have been bright orange. You wore, you wore a lot of bright colored T-shirts. I remember that. 4X probably back then. The big baggy shirts. How I long ago was, was this? This was 2010. 2010. 11, 2010 or 11? 11 probably, yeah. 11, yeah. yeah. I think it was promo day, and maybe you, maybe that's why you even noticed me is because I was up just talking. And Hell of a promo, promo on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I have such good promos that a lot of people come up to me afterwards and just kind of want to meet me and stuff. And you were one of those fans, and I was uh, waiting by the humble. by the entrance way to just Wait, yeah. touch you. It was a, a little a trading card, like please. I, uh, I think you said, "Are you uh, Dolph's brother?" Of course. <laughs> Are you Dolph Ziggler's little brother? Was probably my opener. I was really nervous. Yeah, I, that was. That was most people's first thing they said to me in Florida, actually. So I think that's what it was. And then you and I, you would, you invited me to Moe's Burritos, I think. I think I was warming you up because I needed a body to practice with to come back. Yeah, because in a few weeks, that was the next thing was, can I uh, let you beat me up in the ring? Or you beat me up in the ring for a while, yeah. It was nothing but gloms and punches and kicks, I think. it was the... Mostly, yeah. <laughs> it was. I think we... So for you, it was just your free time. And for me, I was do- I already practiced twice a day, so this was extra hours for me. And yet, when a certain coach came in and saw us working out together, he said, he was like, oh, uh, oh, Briley, you skipping real practice to do this? And I was like, I- I've already been through two different training sets. This is extra. I'm doing, like, my third practice of the day, jerk. I, I, I know who you were talking <laughs> about on this. I remember that, actually. The... Uh... I did. I remember I, I took you to Moe's quite often. You were actually, in, in all, because, because Dolph is a good guy, I figured, well, his little brother has to be a pretty good guy, too. I've never heard a bad thing about him. And 
Good. Buttered you up with some nice mows for a few weeks, and then, hey, man, did you want to roll around with me? Yeah, and roll around, man, just, well, yeah, there's no Practice some there. taunts while you're, like, body slam you and practice my mannerisms for <laughs> just, like, a month until they do something with me. The, uh, I do remember that. It was, didn't, didn't, me, you, and Big Cass also went to Moe's once, too, I remember, I feel like. I think a few times the three of us may have went, yeah. 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 Was, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was miserable during that, and I, you guys were my human interaction, briefly. Yeah, you seemed a little cross. What do you mean? Like, uh, we were brightening your day, in a way. We, that's what it felt like. I would, I would, I would, I would agree with that. You brighten a lot of people's day, though, Ryan. We were uh, picking your brain because you were the veteran and we needed to learn. (laughs) From uh, being on TV for four months. (laughs) I just had a, I'm sorry, I had to decline a phone call from Damien Sandow. We're trying to interrupt this. Son of a bitch. You tell that son of a bitch to take it easy. I'm on your time right now. You're on my time right now, I mean. I'm I'm on the big guy's time, man. Where's the little guy at? What do you think little guy's in his crate with Sophie? What's uh? What's the deal? What's going on in Sandow? Are you guys living together? We're just friends, man. <laughs> well, I didn't mean. <laughs> They're not there yet, Ryan. Jesus Christ! I didn't mean. Jeez. I should probably have set that up a little differently. So, well, I lived with Sandow before. That, that was a poorly worded question. Somebody <laughs> that's gonna get taken out of context. Ryback. <laughs> Reveals What's the Ryan. Deal with you and Sandow? Are you living together now? That sounds like you yeah, guys are now living together, together right? Uh, Sharing a place. Know. It's official. Uh, he, I think he lives in Malibu somewhere. I live in L.A. We're about a, a forty-minute drive from each other. I think. No, two hours with L.A. traffic. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Yeah. Uh... It's a it's a safe distance, a comfortable. Comfortable we're, distance. We're, yeah. Sandow lived with me during the uh, ankle injury, and I'll never forget when he was. Uh, what was the Colonel gimmick, Colonel? Damian uh... Sandow. Yeah, that was Colonel Sandow, and uh, that's where the Sandow name was created. I'll never forget. I came crutching out of my bedroom one day in pain, got myself up, and I and I opened the door, and I could see like across the 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 apartment was the other bathroom, and the door was open, and I see this figure just dressed as a colonel talking to himself in the bathroom in a weird voice. And uh, <laughs> I sat there or stood there and just watched in awe. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Cause I had, I wasn't warned about, he, he, I didn't know what this character had not been created yet. He wasn't like doing, and I just see him and I'm just like, did he lose his fucking mind? And, <laughs> and it's, but that was the, the, him practicing Colonel Sandow, which became very popular down there for a bit. Especially in promo yeah. class, but that's oh, good. That, uh, you guys hang out a lot down there, or no? Uh, less since he moved to Malibu, but I, I see him a couple times a month. Yeah. Good deal. Did uh, I want to go back to FCW? What? Because for people listening, you have a lot going on now. You, you're a man of many. Listen, I want to go back to FCW. It was the best time in my life. Wait, what now? I loved FCW. When it turned into NXT, I was I didn't like it that much, but I loved FCW. Damn, man. The FCW so was a very good time. It was a little more lenient back then, too. Yeah, it was way it's like the Wild West, man. It was uh it was still it was it was organized it was very organized, but it was it wasn't you weren't uh it wasn't as uh, handcuffed yet. And uh it wasn't as corporate, I think. And then it kind of it, everything evolves though and 
and whatnot. Yeah. But it was uh, that was in developmental before. It was pretty like OVW was really fun at times too, and uh, that was pretty laid back at times. And everybody worked hard and whatnot. But it was just a different. It's a different. Uh, <laughs> you're really big on those on this. Really distracting. Well, I want trying to compliment what you're saying with emotions. Thank you. It's uh, you're adding to the show tremendously, Ryan. <laughs> the uh, I wanted to touch on this. Did you have? Do you have any? Did you ever meet JD down there, Ryan? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever I mean, wrestle? Uh, we never wrestled. No, but I spent a lot of time hanging out at his. Uh, you had a nickname for the Ab Ab Bar, I think. It was like. Uh, it was like cocktails that were friendly for your ebbs. <laughs> oh, yeah. All, all, every drink you had at my apartment was uh, ab-friendly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I, I tried to do a YouTube show. I did one episode and quit after that. I was going to be the abtastic bartender. Oh, man. Man, great. I feel like maybe we should revive that, J.D. Is yeah. anybody... Is, I feel like nobody's really... I was going to be called the abtastic bartender, and I was going to take popular cocktails and rename them with... Uh, wrestling name so i did one episode and i did a uh it was a spicy mango mojito and i was going to rename it the latino heat oh wow yes i would appreciate if you did it if you did the show but you just had a gut (laughs) i think that maybe is what but you wore the little do you you want me to sit up right now do the if you just had on like uh appreciate Ryan laughing on it the little uh, overalls with no shirt on underneath but just a little pooch belly and uh, I don't know why I feel like that would get a lot of but you give great advice you just don't you don't follow it it's, take a sip of the cocktail and you just put it down on the belly afterwards the drinks you it. recommend are abtastic but the drinks you drink during the show aren't very yeah, sugary you pretty, like give out fitness tips and critique their bodies but you're you're just comfortably you know you're secure who gives a shit yeah you know it's funny i remember what ryan was uh when i first moved to florida i had a lot of friends and i knew a lot of people but at that time a lot of people were going on the road either getting called up or just going for uh um you know a week here a week there and my birthday fell on uh I can't remember if it was like a Monday or, or a Tuesday that year. And just about everybody that I was friends with was literally out of town. And I invited Ryan and I figured, well, when it, you know, everybody else wasn't coming, that he wasn't going to show up either. And God damn it, he was the only one who showed up. Very loyal. I'm very loyal, man. He's... I love birthdays. <laughs> Where's the cake? I need some cake right now. Just say it's a birthday party. He's there. The... Uh... Where was it at? I'm trying to remember. It was some some restaurant or bar or something like that? Uh, God damn, it would have been either... In Clearwater somewhere? It probably would have been Smoky Bones or Outback. Cool. I guess this is just for my own memory. This is not helping the podcast at all. But no, this is just life. a catch-up period. People just... It's all right. The, and uh, if Outback or Slogan wants to sponsor uh conversation with Rick Guy, give us the call. <laughs> Please. Smoky Bones. This is one of my favorites. The uh, Do you have any good Alfred stories down for FCW? Alfred was a key key component to, to Florida Championship Wrestling. Uh, Alfred. Um, is his last name Simpson? From, uh, uh, unofficially. His stage name is Simpson, yeah. He goes by that on 
the Facebook, I believe. Yeah, it's Facebook. Because Kalen Croft from, came up with that. Yeah, he he always says Kalen Croft was very good to me. That's what he says. He was very good to me, and I wonder like, what does that mean? He's just nice to you. Like, Croft right? loves him. They like, Croft, but yeah. Croft also does the best impression of him out there. Oh, man. So good. So, so it was, but Croft never like did impressions of him making fun of him. It was just being him. He like, cause Croft is one of the, the nicest human beings in the world. But that was actually one of the guys that told me he was, man, Dolph Ziggler's little brother, Ryan is so nice. And, uh, Whoa. yeah, that Sweet. was, so that was kind of what set up the thing to like, Oh, okay. Dolph's really good at bumping. I bet Ryan is too. <laughs> I met uh, Croft I was training people at LA Fitness in Louisville and he was in town for Smackdown I think and he came to work out there that's, and that's where I first met him I think okay yeah what uh because you're still wrestling now I never I don't think I've ever really why were you were you released officially from FCW did what was the I just I just stopped going to practice. I think they probably call my name at uh, roll call every morning still. So you're technically still under contract, possibly. <laughs> no, man, they released me. The, uh, That'd be pretty good, though. If I'm like, hey, I, have the, I still have the flu. Guys, I still have the flu. Just show back, back up to Orlando and go walk on in. Oh, man. Been be getting funny. paid this whole time. Stranger things have happened. No, I didn't. I really didn't. What was the? Were you ever told an official reason? Like just uh, um, because I always thought that you were extremely talented. Thank and you. The, That's very nice to hear from you. I uh, tell all the guests that. So. <laughs> but, well, you know, <laughs> I'm a longtime listener, so I knew that. Of course, I knew that. I feel like you've never listened to one episode, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I even listen to every one of them. Of course, there's been shows I've missed. I'm a human, but, you know, I'd tune in. I'd cool. turn on the radio yeah. or the uh, <laughs> whatever the hell this is on. I'm sure Dolph's going to tune into this one. He will. He's on podcast a lot. What a, one on the road like that. you got to do something on those drives. I have to, yeah. Uh, my, so uh, I was driving a lady friend of mine home in the morning. And turn out a partying. I started getting all these text messages from Mr. Sakamoto, who was my tag team partner at the time. Ah, I missed like you know, when you miss four calls in a row from someone and it's only been a minute, you think, Oh no, this is bad news, you know. So, yeah, I'm like, I think I have to call back Mr. Sakamoto, hold you know, hang on. And then I called him and he says, Briley son, maybe I'm fired. And I said, Uh, come on, you're not. What, you know, I thought he was kidding. I thought he was playing a joke on me. And then his roommate hopped on the phone, which was, uh, what was Pac's name in NXT? Neville. Uh, Neville hopped his on the WWE phone. name? Yeah. yeah, and he goes, hey, man. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's, it's true. I just talked, you know, because he had to take. It's kind of insane. They would call these people and release them. And if, it was, if English wasn't their first language, like a lot of these Japanese wrestlers didn't know what people were saying to them on the phone. Jesus. So... The picture I got is that Canyon called Sakamoto, gave him the release. Canyon, Sakamoto, uh, you know, Canyon, you know. I no for our listeners out there. I'm just trying. Uh, I think it's pronounced uh, Sam, Salmon. Okay. Canyon Salmon. 
So he, he called this wrestler, tells him that he's fired, and explains why and what the next steps are, with blah, 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 whatever. Meanwhile, this guy does not know what he's saying because he doesn't speak fluent English. So yeah. imagine that. Imagine you just lose your career and don't realize it. So he might just show up to work Monday, right? So, <sighs> so his roommate had to then do the uncomfortable, insane, crazy, awkward thing of calling him back and going, hey, man. We don't know what you just said. Can you now tell me? And he has to refire him through this other guy who has to then translate that to him. Like, uh, it's so miserable. They're just, I don't know if it's different now, but at the time, there's not something to set up to fire a guy who doesn't speak English or a girl, you know? So That is pretty uh, insane. Pretty insane. So uh, I'm looking at my phone, and I'm sitting there in the car with my friend, and I go, I think I'm about to get fired because it just hit me like, I know that someone's kind of not the biggest fan of mine, and I've been. It seemed like things weren't going great. Yeah, through that, you could feel it. You know, and uh, if he just got fired, that's not sounding great for me. If I'm either something really great's happened for me, or I'm getting fired. And so I look down at my phone. Like one minute passes after that, and then I see all these missed calls from from the two hundred three number, and I'm like, oh. Oh, it happened. Yeah, I back in developmental too. That is. it's not a good feeling. Sucks. So Did I'm they... in the car with someone who I'm not best friends with, and so that's a little uncomfortable. I'm like, <laughs> so I go, hey, do you mind if I drop you off and then I get fired? And she goes, yeah, that's, that's okay, sure. <laughs> I'm like, cool, thanks. So I drop my, this friend off, and uh, I call my brother. I go, hey, man, I'm getting fired right now. And he goes, and he left. He's like, what do you want? I said, no, I'm getting fired. He goes, I'm busy. I'm at the gym. Like, what do you want from me? What do you call me for? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm actually getting released right now. You guys joke around so much, it's hard to know when you're being serious. Yeah, yeah. So I have to convince him it's true. I'm like, no, I have all these missed calls. My tag team partner just got fired. Like, I'm getting fired, definitely. And as I'm talking to him, I get another missed call. I'm like, oh, fuck. Come on, man. You could have kept your job a little longer. Just don't answer. Yeah, just don't answer. (laughs) Just show up. Do you ever think about that? You just show up the next day? Because they don't do it in person. They like to do it over a call. You could have got another day as practicing. I would have loved to get one more day of bumping, yeah. Just, so uh, he says, why don't you just not answer? Then they can't fire you. The <laughs> reason why we're friends, or I, at least and, I call him a friend. And I said, you think it'll work? He goes, at least for a couple hours. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> he, he gets it. And, yeah, so then, uh, then he got a hold of me. So I do, I follow the plan of not, I'm like, I'm not going to call this guy back, screw it. But then I'm like, there's a house show tonight. So either I pretend I don't have a phone and I have to go to this house show, or eventually I have to make this call. I guess it was a, it was a confusing time for all of us. And then my brother, like, texts me back. He goes, hey, someone from the office just called me. You're right. I'm like, and he's like, sorry, that sucks. Then I'm a little pissed. I'm like, what? So you don't, I haven't officially been fired yet, but you're telling other people that I'm fired? Fucking... They called uh, Dol. That's bullshit. Did yeah, they tell? I, mean, I was pretty. That that was unprofessional, I think, to me. Yeah. Last time. Yeah, you know. There's. They, so it could have been better. Yeah. So I have to like find a time, and I'm like, all right, let's just do this. It, uh, so I called the number back. Should have called and, in Japanese. Oh my <laughs> god, me, that would have been so good. Had Sakamoto call for so you and speak uh, Japanese. Really get him. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> We'll just do it just to do it later, like three months, three years later. 
<coughs> actually, it would have been funny if you called him back and you were all hot about it. And you're like, really? You're going to be unprofessional like that? You're going to call my brother and tell me I'm fired? You know what? Fuck you. I quit. I, I, I'm not standing for this uh, unprofessionalism. <laughs> that would have been go out on your terms. It's not too late. I can maybe do that today. <laughs> I still think that would, yeah, I would appreciate that. So I call him back and he goes, he goes, hello. And I said, hey, you're firing me right now. Is that what's happening? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, yeah, it's not easy. And I said, so what, what's the fake reason that the, that I have to get fired? Give it to me. And it's like something like I knew this was happening. So months before I sought this person out in particular, it was like, hey, man, I think this guy's trying to fire me. Here's what the claims are. And I'm trying to convince you otherwise. And he goes, all right. And he goes, well, you think there's some conspiracy against you? I said, no, but I know one person doesn't like me. And here's what's happening. Yeah. And so like, I was trying to beat, I was trying to beat the, uh, the political sabotage deal, you know, like try to get ahead of it. But it's kind of pointless. Once it's happening, it's happening. Like, when a position, no really person in a position of power has their ear uh, in in the in the in that situation, it is it's an extremely tough thing to overcome. And I've seen it play out firsthand with other people. So it's hard because nobody's even if ever you know beat about it. it. Admitting you know what's happening doesn't really make it any better. It just makes you sound like a crazy person, you know. Yeah. So so he he gives me the fake reason, and I go. Cool. So the fake thing that we already talked about like two months ago on the phone, he goes, yeah. I go, you know, that's not true, right? He goes, yeah. And I go, but you're firing me anyways because you have to. And he goes, yeah, I guess. So like I'm, I'm hitting a checklist in my head of things that I want because I, I want to know if I'm really shitty or if this is all fake, you know? So it's on one hand, it's you know, your life feels like it's ruined and your career's over. But on the other hand, I'm like vindicating myself. Like, all right, cool. I'm confirming this is all phony bullshit from one yeah. guy. Cool. So then I want to, I got that out of the way. And I'm like, so what's your day like? Are you just calling like a lot of people and firing them? And he goes, yeah. And I said, damn, dude, that's kind of rough on you, isn't it? Does anyone like, this is kind of a hard day for you, right? And I'm kind of like aching him on because I want to hear what this <laughs> next thing he says is. And he goes... He's like, yeah, you know, no one ever thinks of the guy who actually has to do it. So, you know, this is actually rough on me too. And I said, wow, how are you? How are you gonna like deal with your uh, all this this heavy emotional weight? And he goes, yeah, I'll probably end up taking a half, half day today. Yeah, it's a lot. It's pretty rough. It's rough. <laughs> and, uh, oh shit. He's he's not catching that like your sarcastic humor <laughs> at all. It's just the conversation's getting deeper and deeper. It's, yeah, and then he goes, then I I got him like sucked in. He's like, well, what about you? Or what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I go, I'll just go kill myself. Oh, my life was just ruined. So I'm gonna go put my face in a pillow and cry for the next couple hours, and then tell my family that I'm a big failure. And he starts laughing because I got him a little bit. And I go, "Cool, man. See ya." <laughs> I remember feeling. I, I remember I texted Xavier Woods right away. I was like, "Hey, dude, I just got fired, but I want to let you know that as I got fired, uh, he was laughing as I hung up on him because I wanted I wanted the last not that he'll ever think of me ever again. But if he did, I wanted him to know like." The claims of me being boring and unentertaining, literally, I'm getting fired and you're laughing as I hang up on you. So fuck you. Like that was my cool. Like yeah, thing. that might have that's been might be the only time that's ever happened in the history of of those calls. Maybe yeah. Jesus, that was way I, more than I then, thought. Uh, 
think Santino texted me something because I was living with him at the at the condo, and he texted me something about the house, and I go, hey, dude, I just got released, and he goes, he goes, shut up, seriously. I'm like, no, I did. And he goes, what? I, it was kind of, it felt good to me that no one believed it. They always thought. Everyone thinks you're just telling, sh- telling jokes. Yeah, or, I don't know, man. It's kind of like you're told you're improving, things are going well, people like you, and then you just know in the background, in the shadows, the one guy who doesn't like you is just working tire- tirelessly for no reason to just out you. It sucks. And I've seen that, like I said, play out many times and, yeah. and it's uh there's nothing you can do in that and that no. that's uh and it's an unfortunate situation how many people did he fire it's there it's, so like, it's been it was, it was quite a bit okay. over the years dude that same day uh ec3 got fired that same day uh it was a pretty good list they used to do like when they did the mass firings it'd be a group of people which they've kind of ca- calmed down on a little bit i feel like Trent. Trent got fired like a few weeks before that. He was another one that was on that uh, on that same list of kind of, mm-hmm. and he he's another one that never should have been released from yeah, a yeah. from a talent standpoint. Uh, and just he he was it, that's one of those. It's a weird situation. More political. Which I thought he would have been brought back by now, actually, but I mean, because he, he never should have been released to begin with. He was one of the. He would have been great no matter what capacity they used him in. Though what, to make other people look good, or if they did put him in a tag team, or you know for the two hundred five, Trent's under two hundred five, right? Uh, or he's right around. He it, might be a little bigger than that. It depends. When he does a few push-ups, you get. I think he pushes two ten. Yeah, it's fake, so we could say he's two hundred five. <laughs> so <laughs> a little water weight. Wow, so, that's fake. So you go through, you get released. Emotionally, yep. that is that is it is in going through it. It is it is a really tough thing. But I feel like you have done extremely well for yourself, and Thank you. you you keep yourself well, busy. You know, there's this option you have, which is to let your ego dominate everything after you get released. So you have the choice to be like, I can't work a real job. I was on TV one time. Yeah, like, you could really do that, and then. <laughs> You just resent every single moment of your entire life for the next 15 years. And then you're trying to sell autographs and be like, look, I, I, I lost to Mojo Corbin one time or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> sorry, I mixed them up. But uh, Happens. Or you can say, hey, you know what? I worked a day job before this and now I'm going to have to again. And that's just how it goes. And that doesn't, I feel like people who don't do that and think they're too good to work a job and like, or whatever the craft is, like the, you, you know, you you can do a supplement line, you can train people, you can write, you can react, you can make yeah. sweet weightlifting belts. Like, you have to work and do things. And if you think you're too good to do that, you're really telling the rest of the planet who does do that that their life is not as good as yours. And I don't know, it's, it's a yeah. shitty thing to do. I think. No, it, another, another thing too is people. I think what it is is as wrestlers, you know, because we're in there, we're calling matches. We we think we're in control of our lives, but yeah. in re- in reality we're not. Our destinies are controlled by other people, right? Yeah. Okay, you can yep. you can be doing everything right, and it, like as you're saying, one person is dictating your future. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of wrestlers don't know how, when they either stop wrestling or they get off TV, how to truly take control of their life, yeah. and. So they think, well, their only option is to just go be a nine to fiver, which there is nothing wrong with that. But sure, yeah. they they do have that option, and we've talked about it many times. Where 
you can regroup and take control of your life and you can be your own boss and have more freedom, more power, more fun, yep. and possibly a lot more uh, financially yeah. if you yeah. if you want to do it and, and you mm -hmm. can go after it. But it's it's a really hard transition for a lot of guys. And I think that's a great point. And even if you do want to think, well, my wrestling time is over, I will get a nine-to-five job. That's an option. That's valid. That's cool, is, man. Yeah. That's, and no one should that's life. feel... Yeah, that's, that's what real life is. Yeah. I mean, everything is real. That's part of it. So, but some loser on social media that doesn't have a job or so, and living at home will... It's like, it's like all the marks you know. that were making fun of Tony Schiavone when they found out he was working yeah. at Starbucks. Yeah. And he's like, guys, the medical benefits there are great. That'll, the yep. wage is great. The work isn't like that Coffee, hard. Like it's phenomenal. Like, I have. He goes, I have a lot of fun there. Like fuck, I have kids to worry about. Like it's it's. He goes, it's yeah. great. Or uh, what's his face from the Cosby Show at Trader Joe's? Same deal. Great job. Good benefits. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. 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 You, like that's what I you do. You keep yourself busy. You you move on and you do something else. It's like you can't. Yeah. yeah. No matter if what that is. I'd like to know what the these. Mark's thing, like, what do you expect Tony Schiavone to be doing? What do you think he's been doing? Do, you haven't seen him. What do you think yeah. he's somehow just swimming in a pile of money somewhere? But, like, but even if he did, say he did have all the money in the world, though, he, he still might want to just go keep himself busy and like and just yeah. and, and socialize sure. with people. And I would be drinking coffee all day there and just. I have a, I have a friend whose dad is just kind of listless, and he took a part-time job at Starbucks just to like occupy time. He yeah. just needs to work. But he bored you know it's fine probably in a way better mood drinking that coffee all the time too there's definitely better something coffee, in it you can do a little flirting here and there <laughs> so free wi-fi free wi-fi the benefits <laughs> <Free> of, <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna give him a call tomorrow the uh so what was it for you <laughs> what like was it for you right so what what was the time period for you did you did you start doing independence right away did you, because you, you're a trainer to, you, you have your own training business, essentially. Yep. Yeah. You, I, you still wrestle. I you, think I instantly, that week, me and EC3 both did it in, an independent show in Florida just because, I don't know, it felt good. And it was just like. I remember you guys showed up to uh, yeah. that, that, uh, that, it was like a gym. Yeah, but there was like that big field in the back, and they put the ring on the field. Because I remember I had seen you work a bunch of times, but you were so mad <laughs> for your, like between your entrance and your match, and you were laser focused. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you were just. I've never seen was, Ryan like that. Everything was like precision, perfect in the entire match. Like you could not have picked anything wrong with it. He was so fucking mad. Hey, thanks, and, man. And uh, a lot of aggression. But no, it was good. Like, what was your name that night, Ryan Nemeth? Uh, Very irrelevant question for this. Scenario. I think I just went by a hot young Riley. Maybe I, don't, I think that was just yeah. I just dropped the last name. Maybe I feel like that name is carried on with everything that you do. That name I, was from Jim Cornette when he started calling me Young Nemeth and OVW, and then people would tease me and call me hot. Oh, that hot Nemeth, and I was like, I started making the uh, ring announcer call me Hot Young Nemeth. <laughs> but where? So where did Briley come from? Briley is Danny Davis's last name. Ah, uh, so it was kind of was that a play on that? Then I take it. Yeah, it was kind of. I was trying. I wanted all these other names. I remember this is like a funny. They ask you the 
they're like bring in like a, a sheet of names like a whole full piece of paper so i wrote down like 40 names and i remember handing it to the office kid who takes it doesn't look at it and goes these are all too indie sounding didn't literally did not look at the piece of paper wait was that kenobi yes okay <laughs> Uh, yeah. And I remember in that moment, I was like, number one, you didn't read any of those. Number two, I don't know what indie is because I haven't wrestled in the indies. How could you even say such a thing to me? I've only yeah. wrestled at OVW. So uh, I think his soft spot for Danny Davis maybe helps get that name in there. It was, I like that name a lot. I think Briley's pretty cool. It's a good name. It is a good name. I'm not going to argue with you on that. So okay. fair <laughs> have a big argument about Briley on the podcast. <laughs> Of all of the, the uh, so you train is is the on the because you, you train a few celebrities out there in L A. You, you yes, have, is the the I can't remember the the from the Johnny Knoxville's friend, the the guy from the. Uh, oh, I can't wait to tell him you forgot his name. That's I, gonna be great. I legitimately, I, yeah. Uh, Jeff Tremaine. Yes, Tr- sorry, the, Jeff Tremaine. Sorry, Jeff. Jackass and Wild Boys and. Bad Grandpa, and now he's making, he produced the new Motley Crue movie, producing directly. Really? It will come out on Netflix in March, yeah. You go to, you go to his house for his, like, right? He, I uh, go to travel to his house and train him in his lovely backyard while his dog runs around and bites my leg. You always text <laughs> me when you're training him or occasionally to send, yeah. and then talk shit to him or something. Uh, During you, his breaks, I like it, it entertains me a lot. Usually saying something about him in Knoxville. Yeah, you make uh, sex jokes about him in Knoxville, and he, he, his favorite joke is saying that Kevin Owens is way more jacked than you. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that Tremaine, he's a real piece of work. He is. Yeah, uh, no, he, I, I enjoy. He's actually, you can just tell he's a, he's a character. You probably dealt with him on Swerved at least once, maybe. Yeah, well, he did the one with me and AJ where. Uh, yeah. We knocked it out. We got the first one. The first kid was a home run. The kid and the kid was, and then, but we had to stay and record all these other ones that weren't nearly as good. And it was like just depressing because the kid on the first one was so, uh, yeah. that's on the swerved or whatever it is. He, the kid was amazing. And then I was like, why are we recording more? We all know that that's like the, yeah, yeah. And it, we like, just let's waste everyone's day. Like we, we need to do like two more hours, guys. And it was like, well, we kind of like Man. have TV later and I would like to go work out, but. Cool, but it wasn't. I, like, that... I love being involved. That show is such a good. You made a lot of money for that. You did or I did? Well, no, I didn't make anything. So, I'm <laughs> sure somebody did. But I don't know. I don't. I didn't get paid for it. Tremaine, I'm sure did. Comedy show, of Tremaine. Yeah. Tell him actually if you could send a message to Tremaine that I'd like my cut from the show. If I. Yeah, no problem. Just no problem. pass it on next training session. Maybe like on the like the hundredth burpee. Get it in. We could a <laughs> hundred. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Yeah, pussy. He does do burpees. He does burpees and a lot of jump rope, which is not like boxing. It's not like really punching for cardio. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought those guys would just love punching each other in the face all the time, but I guess not for <laughs> exercise. You should get. You know what you need to do is you need to blow them up on burpees and then throw the boxing in after. That would just for and say this is uh, the Ryback finisher for the day. He'll die. That guy might die. You'll know when to stop. He. It's been great to get uh, involved with him. He'll, he puts me up for commercial roles and other stuff. And I got to write for Swerve. That was cool. 
Did you get paid for that? Uh, what did you say? Did you get paid for Swerved? For yeah, for uh, Jesus Christ, for, yeah. the wrestlers are the only ones that don't get paid. Yeah, this basically is... the stars of that show are the only ones who do not get paid. What yeah. the, the kid, I'm sure, even got the kid got stuff for it. He got free tickets and mer- merchandise, and I got paid to write for it. And then when I would come in and be like an extra on things or be the referee when Miz fought someone in the coffee shop, I got paid for that. This is. Yeah. This is an outcry. I don't know what you to be. You should be a writer. I'm on IMDb as a writer, I think. For yeah, it you should be a writer and extra, right? <laughs> yeah. God damn. Got in the wrong business. So I want to talk uh, but about the... You're, you paint dogs a lot now. That's like... Yeah, I want to know what, what what exactly... What I was trying to explain this to Asian Joe. You paint dogs. What, you shave them and, and like, dip them in paint or what? what no, like, look, that's his work. Oh, okay. Draws, I thought dog, you literally like, actually... Physically take a dog, finger paints him, and then put paint on dogs. He always. This is why we. This is why we don't let Joe do the interviews. No, yeah, Joe, Joe takes everything in the worst way possible. Yeah, that's yeah. Ryan has that. a fetish for p- dipping dogs in paint <laughs> and then taking them and like kind of lying their body against. Well, the, because I've been seeing that like on Instagram, and then the IG stories they, they, bathing they, them. They dyed the paint. The, the you know their pets. Like you know, yeah. People do some really weird, weird things. Dog, weird things on dogs. Like there's a bunch of orange. At dogs least, out at there least for my kind Asians, we just eat them. Oh, Joe. <laughs> God. Oh, the cockroaches are one thing. Asian Joe has eaten fried cockroaches, right? Really? Yeah. Uh, not, not by choice. He. <laughs> I was given to him by my father. He's like, "Hey, it's good for you." He's like, "All right, whatever you but he say." He did eat them. We Crunch. Well, it's good. It's good to listen to your father. I support that part of it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the I wanted to ask you do a quick little story on what do you remember about because we talked about it on here briefly before for the Super Bowl last year. I got to meet, hang out with you and your dad. <laughs> and uh, oh, man. oh yeah, I wish he was. Here with me. Yeah, I wish we should have had Mister Nemeth on here. Ever just have the whole family. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> he he uh he sometimes he leaves Cleveland and he'll stay with my brother or me. Or he'll just get the ticket out and won't have like a, a game a plan to go home. back. <laughs> and so he'll just, and he won't give us a lot of warning. He'll just be like, hey, come to Phoenix. I'm going to Nick's place tomorrow. I'm like, oh, how long are you going to be there? Like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you really don't know. You're really just, okay. All right. I feel like you guys have a really, really cool family dynamic with like the relationship you have with your dad. It's, uh, he, he just seems like a, he's a pretty laid back guy. He's very laid back and pretty cool, which is, I think that's changed a lot because he was he was in the army and I think he was very like straight laced. He still has the same army haircut. Yeah, but I think a lot Loosened of that up a little off, bit. And now he's just back to be he's more casual and cool. Well, hanging out with a character like George, you have no choice but to be a little more laid oh, back. Oh yeah, and cool. you, had, you had a big feud with George on Super Bowl Sunday. That's what I was gonna say. So we they got this older man George <laughs> I there, this and I want to know because I, everything was friendly, having a good time. I was went with the intention. I Ubered over. I, I planned on drinking, responsibly Ubered over, and uh, yeah. we were drinking some beers. Everything was. Phil was there, and the the guys. He was in FCW, and uh, it Bron- was. Yeah, yeah. Bronson, yeah. Bronson, yeah. Everything was, uh, it was a good time. And then I don't know what happened, but something, George brought over shots. And I don't know what, like, it was, uh, do you know what triggered it? I feel like you might have been behind all this somehow. Uh, I will tell you exactly what triggered it. There was no trigger. You just interpreted George's camaraderie as a competition. That's, that's it. That's 
exactly what happened. Okay, okay. I'm not going to argue that because I did have some beers in me. But we were we were all trying to figure it out because we noticed that you were on some like conquest to outdrink George. this old man. Yeah, George. But, well, and... you hyped him up. You guys, he was this major alcoholic that like. <laughs> wait. So wait. You're trying. So you don't drink. I don't lot, drink a lot. But you yeah. want to compete with an alcoholic? That so uh, something. I had enough beers in me where all of it. Like I've been. I've been out of. The, I am. You know, getting healthy, and I, I there was one night where I was like, got a wild hair up my ass. Just got. I, I try not to be competitive and just compete with myself. But this this man brings over shots, and I feel like he's testing the young buck about and just having a good time. And something told me I was like, I'm going to drink this old man under the table tonight. <laughs> Test how strong my brain is. Just for more clarification, how old was George? George is, I think, ten years older than my dad. So he's pro- he's. Hot, late 60s, I think. Yeah, I mean, he was a, <laughs> He had the weathered face, definitely an alcoholic, and you could tell, like... So, he, here's an example. He would say... He, call, what did he, he called you Ryan all night, probably, right? Probably, yeah. And he would... So you go, hey, you want a beer? Hey, Ryan, want a beer? And you would get the beer and go, oh, yeah? Fine, right now. And you just, like, down... It was something like that. Like, he would be offering you a drink. You go... Oh, we're doing shots? Fine. Yeah, that's what I, that was what it was. Uh, I go, well, how about a shot? And I go, and then that's when I, he, his eyes lit up and I saw it in his eyes because I challenged him. And that's when I knew it was wait, on. Wait, wait. You, you saw or with your alcoholic eyes or your drunk eyes? You no, I wasn't drunk yet. I wasn't, I was just feeling good. Like I wasn't even close to being drunk okay. yet. But I, I wanted to, like in my head, I was like, I'm going to drink this old man. And I thought it was his house. It wasn't even his house, right? Which nah, is, he it, lives... Yeah, I, I thought I was in his house. I'm like, I'm he's gonna... acting like a like a host. Yeah, he's he was like, acting hey. like completely acting like a host. So that's what, I was confused on that a little bit, but I didn't ask questions. And so shots started going, but at some point in the night, things got really out of hand, in which George was faving shots eventually. Correct? Well, I cannot confirm that, but what I can confirm is you would drink two for every one he drank, because you and like right in his face. So if you guys did a shot together, you would pour another one and drink another one and to rub it in. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Not smart. Eventually, I knew though. I had I had you looking over me for the night, and I knew I was in good hands. But it was a really fun night. Then we went. Then we went out to the. Uh, you the guys Las took Vegas. me out. I thought I was going to go home after. You guys took me out. You had no choice. You had to come with. And uh, I don't recall. I literally don't recall anything outside of getting into the car outside the house. I don't remember anything out that and getting into the Uber. Wow. We went to the. I think it's called the SLS. Yeah, the SLS. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. And we hung out we, down there for a while. We sat at the bar there, right? What'd you say? Did we, sit, we sat at a bar down there, I believe. We went to the room that I was staying in, and we went down to the bar. I don't even remember going to the room. Like wow. Yeah, we, like an hour or two down there. You were you were super mad at people who do steroids. I feel like <laughs> that did, wasn't a thing that night, was it? Yeah, uh, it randomly came up that you were mad at people who... who uh, like Makes sense now. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, man, even when he's hammered, he's got, he's like very virtuous. He's very, uh, very passionate about my, my ways yeah. and educating and being, a... yeah, yeah, very passionate. And I was like, all right. So lecturing, down... lecturing all people that don't do steroids with me. About... <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... I feel like you had, you probably egged that on once I got Wait, going. Wait, was this a story where the, you threw up a little bit and the uh, yeah. Asian guy kicked you out? Yeah, the Asian guy kicked me out of the Uber because I did a little, little, your... a little little baby puke on the shirt. Because I didn't know, I wasn't, like, I felt totally fine. 
And then I did one of those little burps and then like, oop, like a little, little baby throw up on my, my shirt. And he like screeched, you know, coming to a screeching halt and get out, get out, get out, get out. And I go, I'm fine. I'm not going to throw up. And it's just on my shirt. And <clears throat> he had me get out. And then, uh, <laughs> but then you realize you, you left your phone. Yeah. And he actually came back and gave me my phone. You screamed, you screamed out loud. Stop. Yeah. He was driving away and he, it like, like top of my lungs. It was, it was very fortunate. He came back. That, yeah, that was so we, at, as the bar was winding down, we decided that you need to go home. So we got you. We didn't know after this. At this point, we safely got you in an Uber and said goodbye, and then this all happened. I've never seen you since. And then you texted me the whole update as it was happening. You texted me, "I just got my phone back. Here's what happened, play by play." And I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> just, I can't believe you guys got me back time. just in time." If if you would have left me at that bar, thirty minutes more, that little baby threw up would have been at the bar. <laughs> oh no! That would have been embarrassing. Yeah. I think I professed my love to your friend that day too. That's pretty funny. That was. It was. She's a sweet girl. We still we're still friends on Instagram to this day. That's good. Holy it's good to keep those. Good to do that networking. It's constantly networking. That's what it's all about, Ryan. <laughs> that was. Uh, that was. That was. That was my one night to go hard in the paint, as uh, Brodus Clay would say. You went pretty hard in the paint, man. Yeah. Well, George. Uh, in my mind, I defeated George that night. Hashtag fuck George. My dad mentioned to me that you that George thought you guys had plans to hang out again, but you didn't text him or call him back or something. I well, we did I'll exchange put, numbers at some point in the con in the competition. We exchanged phone numbers. I think there was a, it was a very, uh, it was a very weird night. My dad also the next day he wanted to know what ha- what condition you were in because George was up at seven a.m. in the hot tub drinking beers <laughs> the very next day. A true alcoholic. <laughs> he uh, never disappoints. <laughs> That uh, yeah, I was I wasn't I was I was I was in bed comfortably in bed, on that. So I want to before we wrap up here, Ryan. What's going on with the 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 comedy deal? Are you you primarily yeah. in in California with that? The LA. I have or? a lot going on with comedy. I'm uh, very involved with like on camera stuff, and then I do a lot of live stuff here. The, there's the Second City is here. The UCB has a couple theaters here. There's a lot of comedy clubs, and I perform at lo- as many as I can. Right before this, I'm sorry I was late to to the podcast party. Uh, one of the, the biggest uh, Latino comedy shows here wanted to do a, a luchador-style segment on their next show, so they had me choreograph a little fight scene for them. Oh, wow. So oh, nice. That's what I was... I was doing. I said I would mention them on the podcast. They're called Spanish Aki Presents. November second, they have a big show out here in Hollywood. Okay, good. that's cool. It'll have a little bit of wrestling in it now. Is that? Would you say the comedy is your? Would that is that your number one passion right now? As far as the thing you enjoy the yeah, most? Yeah, definitely. And uh, this has been a pretty good year. I've had a few things happen where it's like I've kind of been like working tireless, tirelessly, and then like hoping something hits. You know, like because when you get released, it kind of sucks. But I had a big thing happen. A short film that I wrote and produced got into an international film festival. And that was kind of like a really good, like, Absolutely. made the right move coming here. And all the, all the things, kind of like all the sticks I've been building, I finally made, like, some kind of a structure. I don't know. That's not a great metaphor. But it was really, really, like, a reaffirming, keep going. Light at the end of the tunnel right. sort of thing that you can see. Yeah. That, yeah. That's... And not just not just an inner feeling, like an outer. I know we shouldn't rely on outer stimulus to like feel happy, but it was nice to have a public thing of like, yes, the thing you've made is good. 
we're validating that, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of your time and energy has gone into this. So it's good to see yeah. you want to see results or see something to, it, to have that gratifying feeling that, that your hard something. work is paying off. So that is congratulations on that because that is Thank good. Thank you, man. Yeah, actually, uh, Ryback sent me your Instagram because um, we were looking for comedians because I, I help out with um, a variety show over at El Cid. Um, I think in, oh, sweet. Yeah, and so we, it's a variety show, and so we have like comedians uh, come on. I think the last time, I think two, I think two shows ago, we had Jam Jamie Kennedy come in, okay, and, and did a set. Nice. Um, so nice. yeah, I mean, um, I'll definitely keep in touch with you if you want to come out, and uh, it's uh, four twenty friendly if you do enjoy a little smoke. Um, but uh, cool. but yeah, it's uh, over at El Cid. Uh, the, our next show is going to be on the thirtieth of next. What's the the girl's name again? Alexis Fox. So she's. Can she uh, do like a little? Can you do a wrestling skit with Ryan and Alexis Fox? We can An do that. An intergender match, maybe. Let her throw Ryan around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she can. She I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah can, great yeah. idea. It's but, uh, funny out here. That'll get a lot of inter, that'll get a lot of uh, buzz on social media. Yeah, definitely. Like. You need to stay. You need to get that buzz going. You know. It's all about the buzz. There's there's so many comedians who are wrestling fans. So a lot of my ways in these groups are with the theaters or comedy clubs. Is somebody being like, hey, would you mind doing a comedy spot on stage with me? And then it's kind of lame and corny, but then I'm kind of in with that theater, and it's been great. That's, that's the networking that you're always talking about. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot. Uh, there's a skit with Ryan and, and Alexis, though, where it's like revolves around like picking her up for like a pile driver, like a very sexually oriented like <laughs> wrestling skit, very short like amount. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Where she just finds enjoyment in him yeah. being this big bad wrestler. This yeah. is the kind of networking I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, our the next show um, will be next week on Tuesday. I don't know if you if you're. I know, I'm sure you're a busy guy, but. Um, well, you know, we'll have to somehow communicate. Yeah. You guys can just follow each other on Instagram. Yeah, we can follow. I um, can't close Skype right now to look at my calendar because then I'll lose you. Guys. Oh no! Yeah, don't please don't. No, no, no worries. Don't go anywhere. We'll 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 get in touch uh, after the show. Uh, and just so you, you just so you know, he 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 always religiously answers his DMs on uh, Twitter. Yeah, if you uh... Joe does, yes. <laughs> yeah, so if he doesn't reply to you, text me, Ryan, and uh, we will. He he's uh, a big else? fan of D picks, by the way. Correction, correction. I'm not a big fan. I get D picks. He gets a lot because he's friends with a lot of porn stars, so they. <laughs> Send him the D picks to give to the. It's like, hey, would you like to rate my? <laughs> would you like? Would you really like to rate it? It's like, sh oh, okay. <laughs> you should just start rating them. You could become the official. D you know what? The last, the last guy, yeah. who, the last guy who the sent D me is your no, Instagram the last guy who sent me one. I said, dude, go see a fucking doctor. There's something wrong. You with told it. me that. Yeah. Go see a doctor. That, like, he's like, what, what's wrong with it? It's like, dude, just show him, just, just drop your pants, show him, show him what you have, and, and the doctor will figure out what's wrong with it. Uh, <laughs> you should just make it short and sweet, though. Like, they send a dick pic just right back. That's it? Question mark? Like, you know, Make him feel really where's, bad. Where's the, other, where's the other half of it? Dude, like, I'm Asian. I'm bigger than you. What's up with that? <laughs> when, you, when you get him in, just respond with, like, 8.5. Like, <laughs> judging on a scale of 1 to 10 is like Olympic diving or whatever. Yeah, I'll give. Before, Ryan, before we, we let you go for the night, though, I wanted to ask you, there's rumors going around, uh, I've noticed on social media and whatnot, and from my conversations with you. What do you know about the independent wrestler on Twitter? 
Independent wrestler. Uh, I don't really follow a lot of wrestling stuff on Twitter, honestly, but... I mean, any any wrestler profile is worth a follow. So in, in general, I would say give it a follow, probably. <laughs> I, I highly recommend everybody go check that Twitter profile out. It is uh, it is one of uh, the top ones going out there right now. I, I want to tell you that November 15th, my brother and I are doing a comedy variety show out here. at. Um, Where's out here? At the comedy store in Los Angeles. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll, I, love, I love going to Joe's a huge mark for that stuff. You should come to this. We have a, a lot of surprise guests, some of which are pretty wild, and it's going to be fun. And I do a wrestling charity show here called Nuclear Heat Wrestling, and we raise money for good causes. And so I hope that everyone who listens to this follows me on Twitter, and I, you guys can come to these things. Thanks for having me on your show, dudes. What is your Twitter? It is Hot Young Briley. And what about your Instagram? Rai Rai Nem Nem. That's the more adorable name. That is a very Rai sweet Rai. name. Rai Rai Nem Nem. Hard to hit a guy with that name. <laughs> the, so yep. and I like to ask the guests we have on the show, Ryan, and you've been through a lot, and you, I think you've done very well for yourself and everything yeah, so far in your young life. If you could give one piece of advice to everybody out there listening, just, just one piece of advice, what would that be from your, from what you've learned so far in life? Uh, I have, I can't really confirm this, but I have been told that if you chew gum, you can breathe underwater. That is, that is great. That might be my favorite Interesting. one. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Very unique. We'll, we'll try it. I'm going to try it. If you guys don't <laughs> hear from me. My, my dad told me that when I was in high school. Your dad doesn't lie. I never questioned it. Yeah. It's from his lips. It must be the gospel, man. It's, I appreciate that. That is, uh, hope everyone out there is listening. Not, you did not get that from this show though. How many listeners you guys get per week? What are the numbers looking like? Oh, we don't talk about that, Ryan. It's it's off the charts. All right, all right. Yeah. No, I this, thought I I thought I caught you off guard a little is bit. This no, no, is no, this it's, us? Is this us? No, no. So yeah, one, us? two, three, four. We'll probably at seven this week. Yeah, we'll have seven. Mom, dad. Hey, will you guys wave so I can take a photo of us all waving? Can we do that? Is that... Oh, can we do that? Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. Ryan's not okay. in the photo. I feel like you, did we get it? Wait, do one more time. Got it. Perfect. I smiled for mine. Oh. <laughs> With the heart. Well, Ryan, we thank you for joining the show. It's a pleasure as always. Appreciate you making time. And I'm very happy and humbled and honored to be on this. Thank you. We will be right back after these messages. Ryback invented this. Ryback invented that. You've all seen the made-up headlines, but the one thing the big guy Ryback did invent is Feed Me More Nutrition. All-natural sports nutrition for men and women. Available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Check out FeedMeMore.com and click on our monthly specials for our Wake Up Unlimited Energy Cherry Limeade. Buy one, get one half off and vanilla, iso-hungry, grass-fed, prebiotic-enhanced protein isolate. Buy one, get one half off. We have something for everybody with Feed Me More Nutrition, so swing by the website and check it out for yourself. Feed me more. We are back, and I uh, really appreciate Ryan Nemeth coming on the show. He's, he's, he's a, a character. I, it, it, <laughs> he's funny. I knew that interview went exactly how I figured it was going to go, <laughs> just a bunch of BSing and sarcastic humor all the way throughout, nonstop. And uh, he's one of the good ones out there. 
And uh, those Zigglers, they're they're good they're good human beings. So I think uh, I do want to say I because I, I actually sent Roman a message earlier. I haven't talked to him in quite a while, the uh, long time since I left. But uh, I guess supposedly, and I saw on Kurt Angle's Instagram I follow that he'd mentioned something about Roman, like kick ass Roman, we we got your back. And I was just, what's going on? <clears throat> and I know you mentioned to me, J.D., that he thought maybe there was something saying he was injured or, or whatnot. But unfortunately, I guess, and uh, I haven't seen it. It's on probably right now. But uh, Roman announced that I guess he had to relinquish the WWE championship. And he uh, has leukemia. And he's had leukemia He's, he's at, for 11 years, correct, J.D.? But it was in, in remission. I would assume that's, that's, that's what, yeah. Or just going off of the little information we have, but yeah, um, just positive energy and thoughts uh, to Roman, his family, Joe, all them. Uh, it's uh, that it's never happened before, and they, I mean, I've never heard of anything like this, and it, I can't even fathom um, that. Uh, he, he's going to have a battle in front of him, no matter what, um, regardless, and you know, he's. Uh, He's one of the good ones out there, and I told him that. And it's uh, no matter what, he's gonna he's gonna be be stronger no matter what after this. But uh, hopefully, that's not the last anyone has seen of Roman Reigns, and he'll come back bigger and better than ever. And but I just think that goes to show, and, and, and truly, who knows how long th- th- this has been going on? And he's the professional that he is, and that schedule and and whatnot is the worst thing. For anything like that, and uh, he he is a warrior. So that is uh, just man. I just just get well and uh, take care of you and your family. And uh, I can't even uh, imagine being in that you know situation. And uh, it, it's it definitely it's not a for everyone involved. It's uh, it's one of those. I think it's important for fans to realize that the WWE performers and wrestlers are people. Yeah, just playing roles, mm-hmm. and uh, whether you're playing the top, bottom, in between, is everyone is a living, breathing human being, and uh, everyone has problems and issues in all facets of life, and um, it's he, you know he's going to be dealing with with his issues here, and uh, just wish him nothing but the best. He's a uh, true professional, and uh, I have always enjoyed um, the matchups that we've had for years while I was there. So. Just get well soon, Roman, and uh, stay strong, buddy. So, but. Yeah, and, and you know, what what bothers me with all of this, too, is, is um, like you just said, you know, people need to realize he, he, he's playing a character. And when I was trying to get some information on this right before we, we started recordings, um, you know, I'm looking around everywhere, and... I mean, this isn't exclusive to wrestling fans. This is, I think, a social media issue in general. Mm-hmm. But people really have lost the uh, just having manners and yeah. and having and having etiquette. You know, this is like I saw so many comments um, on in various places that said like, you know, I can't stand Roman Reigns, but I wish him the best, or uh, I will never like the way he's been booked, but I don't wish cancer upon anybody or, 
you know, I hate Roman Reigns, but I have respect for Joe. And people need to understand, okay, there's this thing called a backhanded compliment. Yeah. And now is not the time. Like, fucking, if Roman broke his arm or something like that, and he was going to be out a couple of months or, or something like that, you could say, well, I don't like his, I don't like the booking or I don't like Roman Reigns, but I don't want to see an injury on anybody. This is a different situation here. This is fucking cancer. You don't need to say something positive after you say something negative. Nobody gives a fuck if you like the booking. Nobody gives a fuck if you like the Roman Reigns character. This is a goddamn human being. He's a husband. He's a father. If you want to wish him the best, just say that. Don't fucking say you don't like his character because it's like that, you know, over the years, the with all due respect mm-hmm. uh, thing, too. Like, you always know it's going to be followed up with disrespect, right? Yeah. And it's just like something, 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 but it, it totally diminishes your butt. So if you're going to say, you know, I, I, I can't stand Roman Reigns, the character, but I wish I wish Joe the best. Newsflash, motherfucker, it's the same guy. Yeah. It's the guy playing the character of. So get learn how to fucking speak. There's a time and place, yeah. you know, to, to air your grievances. Nobody, nobody cares what your opinion is on yeah, his character to, or anything to, of that. To, air, yeah. to, 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 to slide in your digs on the writing of a fucking television show. Yep. Like, Jesus Christ, you would never sit there and say, you know, uh, like, you know, Rick from The Walking Dead. I can't remember his name. Like, you know, I, I can't stand the way they're writing Rick here in season nine of The Walking Dead. But I wish fucking him the best of luck yeah. like no why, so why do you say that with wrestling yeah it's not it, 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 it's unacceptable and it's just one of the and the, here's the thing they don't know all these people talking like that don't think anything of it no. and they need to understand like you know what a backhanded compliment is yeah absolutely i think people joe s- do you know what a backhanded compliment of course is? but like okay. i think i think people say that to make them feel better for themselves I think it's because they it gives it gives them self satisfaction of saying something nice, even though they don't like that person. So they have that's to, their way of doing it. That's where their way of doing it, but it's not. But like because I think I think it's like it's like we live in a don't world, say anything at all. Yeah, but the thing is, all like exactly. what, like what you said, social media. It's easy to criticize people when you're not them. Yeah. And so anybody can criticize anybody. Anybody can criticize anything, yeah. but things all they don't have the repercussions of That's right. Hey, people I'm going to get don't pun- know how to speak to each other. Right. You would never you would never walk up if you fucking saw Roman Reigns in the airport tonight after the show. Exactly. A thousand fucking percent. You would never add that first part. I would be, I would bet every fucking dollar I'll ever make that you're not going to go up to him in fucking baggage claim and say, "Hey dude, I fucking hate your character. Can't stand the way they write." but I'm real sorry and I, I wish you the best with your cancer. Like, fucking use your heads. Stop. When you put it like that, that just shows how ridiculous it is. Just shows yeah. you how fucking ridiculous it yeah. is. And, you know, I, I, I was seeing this and I, I, I was getting hot pretty quick and I was like, wait a minute, why am I getting so hot? And then I'm seeing more and more and more and it's like, Jesus Christ, like, it's so, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's why it's better off just... It's a it's a it's better off toxic not to environment. Say, not it's, even it's, looking it's at better, it. But it's you, better off not to say anything at all. Yeah, no. It, it's yeah, just, just don't say anything. Don't yeah. fucking post anything. Because like, you have no, no, you know, you have no bearing on that person. Yeah. You know, other than try to get your two cents in because you want to be part of 
the situation when you not you yeah. never was in the in the situation. No. It, it, and, it, and and and, and the other thing too is with with Roman's situation, people have been complaining. The ones that do complain, they've been complaining this whole fucking time. I don't like Roman. I don't. He's they're he's they're pushing him down our throats. Whatever the fuck it is. Have you guys not understood that after all of this time, they don't give a shit about your opinion? Yeah. They haven't mm-hmm. changed the booking of Roman Reigns because you're writing on Instagram or you're writing on a, a, a news article that has comments available that you don't like the writing of him or you don't like the booking. They're not changing it. So your opinion doesn't mean yep. shit. So just shut up. It's just, it, it's, it's, just watch it for what it is. And if you don't like it, don't watch just, it. It's what we've said from the beginning, just focus on what you enjoy, but it's... But focus on the positives. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, yes, he, he you know, I caught uh, snippets of, of the promo, and he, of course he's positive and very optimistic, which is what you have to be. Yeah. But let's not kid ourselves here, okay? A lot of fucking people don't survive cancer. It is an extremely yeah. horrific disease that takes many people's lives. The one thing about cancer they always say is, we everybody knows somebody personally mm-hmm. that's died of cancer yep. okay this is is not some this kind is, of fucking this fungus is the, no fungus laughing matter at, at yeah, the yeah, highest yeah, degree so and it's if, uh if there was ever a time to shut to, your fucking to shut mouth up yeah stupid shit this is now yeah it's keep your opinions to yourself and just it's there's no place for that and we've we've said that all along and it, it's horrible that, that that this goes on and it, it's uh it's one of the definitely one of the big negatives on social media, but mm-hmm. it's uh main thing is, uh, and I know Roman, he's a, he's a warrior and he will battle all the way no matter what. So I just I just nothing but positive energy and and nothing but the best for him and his family. So with that, closing out this week's show, I think there's a nice little show this week and. Uh, Anything, Joe, to, to go ahead and wrap up? Yeah, I'd uh, like to thank um, the guys from Wood Rocket and Leroy Myers. Uh, they actually hosted a, a movie, a horror film movie night. And so um, they had a industry part get together. So I want to thank uh, those guys. And uh, you'll definitely want to love to come on the show and uh, try to get you into characters. Maybe you actually get paid <laughs> or something like that. Um, <laughs> Also, give a shout out to Lexi Bell. Um, she was here this weekend. Okay. Uh, she's a huge WWE fan. I think her favorite wrestler is uh, Flynn Baylor. Baller. No, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, she uh, you know, she wants to come out and show. So, um, hopefully. Oh, she does. Yeah. I'll maybe yeah. Look maybe. her up on Instagram, Lexi Bell. Yeah, Lexi Bell. I'm sure, she knows who I am. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> she told me. <laughs> what, did she just start recently watching? Yeah, I think she just started recently watching wrestling. Oh, okay. Uh, she, beca- yeah, I know. Exactly. Because I was like, hey, do you know Brian Beck? I'm going to send her some YouTube clips on Instagram. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, Who are you? Yeah. So um, next week, I probably won't be here because I'll be in LA. Um, I'll be part of uh, Alexis Fox uh, variety show, Highest Fox, at in Silver Lake at the El Cid on S- Sunset. And then um, it's a variety show, yep. so we're going to have uh, a lot of people. So I'll post that on my Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you come out, that'd be great. <coughs> As... Holy shit. You guys are worried about my volume. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hold that in. Oh, I'm my so... God. You're, you're, you're sneezing with joy. <laughs> that was. I feel so much better. Yeah. I was, sorry. Um, so, yeah. That um, show. That'll, that'll be on the 30th 
of uh, next week. And uh, if you want to... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Webmaster Joe, and my website, AsianJoe.com. Good deal, JD. I want to start off my plugs with a, uh, a congratulations to uh, one Anthony Corelli, a.k.a. Santino Morella. Him and his wife just gave birth to their son recently. Congratulations. Nice. Great. He's a great person. I... He is. He uh, Actually, I was just thinking that's, I think, how I met uh, Ryan. Hot Young Briley's yeah. because when I first moved to Florida, uh, Santino moved, or, uh, invited me over to the house. And, and he always would cook. He cooked dinner, yeah, yep. as a welcome hell to Florida. Hell of a cook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> Legit hell of a cook. It, he, had, he had the sleeves rolled up that day, I remember. He used to invite everyone over for food. And I, like, I thought I was like, one time I came over, I thought it was just going to be me. And there's like everybody. He's just like, he would just invite the neighborhood over for food. Come on yeah. over. I got 10 pounds of beef. Yeah. <laughs> 15 pounds of chicken thighs. Yeah. He'd, man. Special way of cooking and all that. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but he was always a great dude after that. And, uh. You know, I really appreciated that. It made me uh, feel even more welcome down here. So, and I just when he first met his wife, which was actually uh, an employee at his uh, academy, yep. which by this academy is doing phenomenal. Uh, I saw him at the gym. He was back down here, and you could just see. You know, he was telling me all about her, and it was just like he was just giddy, like a little yep. kid. I remember, and uh, I just you, you knew that. He you know, found he the found one, the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, congratulations to them. That is, he's a great one. Yeah. Legit funny as hell. It, yeah. Probably the funniest wrestler, in my opinion, of all time. It, when it, I've never seen a guy, he would, he would crack up from producers all the way down. Just, I mean, belly laughing at, at his shenanigans on live events and TV. It was different things, but live events. If you got to see Santino Morella on a WWE live event, man, gold. He didn't even he didn't even try with a lot of that stuff. No. I mean, his body language too. I remember we yep. we uh, there was an all women show that was always. I mean, it may still be filmed here in, in the Tampa area. It was uh, Shine, and this was after he was you know retired from the neck injury, and he came to to one of the Shines uh, to see Serena. Uh, yep. He'd- she was she was working on Shine, and anyways, it was being filmed for iPay-per-view, and they had all this equipment. And I remember uh, he he wanted to go sit upstairs in the balcony, and so I said, "Okay, let's go up there." And we went up there, and right at the top of the stairs was the equipment. And he had his hands in his pockets, and he just leaned over and was looking at the equipment. But he had this look on his face; it was almost like, "Is he just genuinely looking at the equipment, or should I start laughing by the fucking expression?" And just like. Yep. You know, it's one of those things. And I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he was just actually checking it out. But yeah. because he's so funny, you're just like. He's he's naturally just a funny guy. Like it yeah, is. Yeah, uh, everything. Yeah. yeah. It's why that works so well. And uh, man, I'm uh, I'm not even I'm not going to go through my plugs tonight. I think uh, just for fan mail, the P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136.00. And- just uh, check out the show on uh, iTunes or Stitcher, and uh, your positive reviews are appreciated. And, uh, again, thank you to Blue Chew um, for, for being a sponsor of Conversation with the Big Guy. And um, use your discount code Ryback for your free Blue Chew, bluechew.com. And uh, we'll leave the other plugs out, though, for the week. 
And uh, that's about it for me. But thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Bye-bye. Feed me more.